Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax. Your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world. Five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you from definitely not Corner of the Galaxy Studios. Uh, we are in modified housing situations. Like they say, work from home. Stay home. We're, we're staying home. Uh, I'm recording from my house. Uh, Eric is recording from his house. And uh, that sort of just blows all the fun introductions as well. But uh, Eric, the Portuguese hammer, is here uh, with me, uh, ready to talk to you, I guess, about some, uh, some LA Galaxy-related news. We're certainly going to keep you updated on what the league is doing. Uh, we're certainly going to keep you updated on what the LA Galaxy are doing. And as news hopefully starts to filter down here in the next couple of weeks, that will mean that we will be able to get you ready for the season to restart. Um, you know, obviously we're, we feel like we're a long way from that right now. And I think everybody should uh, sort of take that with a grain of salt. But the other thing we wanted to do, and as I sort of promised on the last show I did last Thursday, and I apologize, it's taken us a while to sort of put things together and put together our, our, our alternate plan here. But uh, as we wanted to do, we wanted to take your mind away from some of this as well and just talk some LA Galaxy for you. And if that's LA Galaxy of the past, LA Galaxy of the future or the present, we're going to do that uh, as much as we possibly can. So let's talk to uh, Eric the Portuguese Hammer in his quarantine uh, house there as well. Uh, Hammer, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. I'm uh, recording from the Wiener Dog Lair, uh, you know, <laughs> yes. in my own garage. So uh, I think we talked about this before we hit record, crying babies, uh, leaf blowers. It's all going to be fair game at this point. So uh, bear with us. Uh, I'm happy to get to record. So that's the positive thing is we do get to record a show and distract ourselves with uh, some of the news that's going around. So that's the positive. But uh, yeah, it's definitely been uh, this week has been the longest year of my life. That's for sure. Yeah, um, it, it has been. It's been uh, been some crazy time. But hey, you know, we're, we're back here. We're doing it. Uh, first off, let's start with uh, T-shirts. I've been seeing T-shirts popping up everywhere. Uh, so you guys uh, who purchased your top 50 T-shirts, uh, you should have received them by now. And if not, it should be in the mail or you should be getting them, you know, today or tomorrow. But I imagine that most of the people by this time uh, had, had received them as well. And we appreciate you uh, doing that um, because uh, it allowed us to put some uh, put some more money into the studio that we're not using right now, um, which is always fun. But hey, we're, we're, we're doing that and we're working on it. And uh, and that's fine. Everything is, is going great. But I've been seeing those T-shirts. Um, Hammer, did you get did you order one? I didn't even ask. I don't, I don't even know if you got one. <laughs> you know, uh, not only am I a member, I'm also a, a purchaser. So, yes, I, I did oh, you purchase my shirt. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you, so mine arrived. So you, it, it arrived on time. I got it this week. Uh, look forward to wearing it, you know, during our quarantine time. Uh, I have been seeing a lot of the shirts pop up, all the different colors. So it's pretty cool to, uh, to see people representing their city. You know, my name's on the shirt finally. I finally made the cut. Uh, I may not get that Mike Araujo intro, but I got I got on <laughs> a shirt. So uh, I got that going for me. So, yeah, it's pretty cool to see uh, people getting their shirts uh, regardless of the situation. Yeah, I saw some pink ones in there. We have uh, pink in the wind right now. Um, obviously, some navy blues and some blacks. Um, are in there as well. So if you have a picture of a shirt, we'd love to see it. Hit us up on Instagram. You can hit us on Twitter at Galaxy Podcast for both of those. And uh, we'll be happy to share those around. Something a little fun uh, while everybody's, uh, you know, sitting at home uh, just chilling. Um, I, I guess the other part of this is just, you know, Eric trying to update everybody on the league and what is happening with the league. 
Um, you know, I, I, it, it doesn't seem like a lot has happened uh, since the last Thursday, basically, whenever they had talked about the last Thursday show I recorded that they talked about, um, you know, postponing the league. And that was the big news from all that and trying to figure that out. Um, but stuff has come in. Uh, and they've sort of looked at different days and and trying to figure out what exactly they're doing. The two big things and the two uh, you know big announcements that are sort of coming through right now are um, the training moratorium, uh, which we'll talk about here in a little bit more in depth. And of course, uh, MLS uh, delaying the league right now up to uh, what seems like about May 10th. Uh, May 10th seems to be their target date right now. Everybody feels that that's pretty optimistic, I would say. Uh, just sort of uh, kicking that around and trying to figure out where everybody's at and their head is at on that. Uh, May 10th still feels like it's way early um, in this whole thing. And I think that if you're looking at what happens in May for the LA Galaxy particularly, but you know, sort of as a league at whole there, Eric, is that the LA Galaxy had seven games that they were going to play in May. Um, so if you start kicking this can down the road just a little bit further, uh, say it's not May 10th, say it's further than that, another two or three weeks, um, all of a sudden you're looking at a ton of games that the LA Galaxy would have to make up, but also a ton of games that MLS would have to make up. Now, uh, whenever they put out their, their press release on extending this, uh, this, this delay or this postponement all the way out until Sunday, uh, May 10th, um, they also said that they're still planning on playing a, thir a full 34-game season. So, I, I mean, like I said, I feel like that's sort of teetering in the balance of whether or not the league actually returns on May 10th, and it just that seems way early. Um, so I, I wouldn't be holding holding my breath, but we'll, we'll, we'll keep watching that. Um, but if, if it comes out, they still want a 34-game season, Eric, and they're still saying that they think that they can get you know MLS Cup in. Uh, however, MLS Cup possibly in December again, which is nothing new. We only had one year of the new schedule there, Eric. So it wasn't like, it, you know, everybody was super used to it, but uh, it was, uh, you know, over all the years, the MLS Cup has been played in December. So they're sort of falling back on something that they're at least comfortable with. Yeah, that's something uh, that I think was important that they highlighted in their statement is uh, we're still looking to evaluate all the options and playing MLS Cup in December. And then the key sentence there, as the league did prior to 20, the 2019 season. So they're basically letting you know up front, hey, this isn't anything new. If this were to change this year, it's not going to be that different. Uh, May 10th does seem like an optimistic date. Uh, the Galaxy play are scheduled to play the New York Red Bulls on Sunday, May 10th. So that would be their debut game back. But in between, they would have missed nine games. So that means that, you know, if you're extending the season until December, you still have to insert those nine games that they missed um, sometime between, uh, you know, early October and December. And that's, still, that's even over a two-month stretch. That's still a lot of games to squeeze in and include the playoffs, uh, even though it is a single elimination format. So uh, even with the optimistic return date of May 10th, um, it still seems like it's going to be difficult to get those full 34 games in. So I would not be surprised if they're looking at some alternatives of shortening the season if they do end up and playing uh, MLS soccer in 2020 again. Yeah, I, I mean, that is the that is the ultimate thing here. I know somebody kicked around just playing in conference games, right? So you'd only play people in the Western Conference. Uh, you'd play, play them home and away, and then basically you'd have MLS Cup at a neutral site, um, which, again, wasn't all that long ago. Uh, I think 2012 was the first time that they ever played an MLS Cup um, at the higher seed, or the person who had the best record in the regular season got to host MLS Cup. Uh, it happened to be the LA Galaxy, but the year before, 2011, that was not the case. Uh, 2011 was actually a neutral site 
cup, but the LA Galaxy happened to get there. Um, and they got there, and so they got to have the you know the the game on at uh, the Home Depot Center there in 2011. Um, and then the next year, it went to you know the the best regular season record would host uh, between the two teams who were in the final, and the LA Galaxy were there. So that will that's why it was back to back MLS Cups in 2011 and 2012. Uh, you know at Home Depot Center and uh, right there at the stadium. Um, so you know going to a neutral site isn't a horrible idea either. The whole idea there, I believe, is to get it out of the cold again. Um, it's also if they're able to actually nailed down a date for this it is to secure a site and then make that the site for mls cup at that time and make sure that you can point everybody in that direction at that site um so um those are just some of the plans that are sort of out there the other part of all this is the training moratorium and it's been extended i believe twice already um and they're basically going week by week saying that the players are not allowed to train they're not allowed to show up to the stadium uh they're supposed to basically shelter in place in their home area so that means that guys who are internationals um, you know, even if you want to point to somebody like Chicharito, who, you know, a Mexican national or Jonathan Dos Santos, a Mexican national, um, they're telling them right now that they're not allowed to go home. They're not allowed to go to Mexico. Um, they have to stay in their home area, which is basically the LA area. Um, now I'm, I, you know, the LA area is vast and large as we call, as we obviously say, uh, many, many, many times. Uh, I'm sure there are guys who are, you know, all the way out in the desert somewhere. And I'm sure there's guys who are down by the beach, but, um, they're supposed to just stay in that home area. And continue to sort of, I guess, work on stuff at home, Eric. I mean, you know, the, the <laughs> toilet paper t- challenge can only go so far, but they're there. Yeah, that, that's kind of the interesting thing is uh, when you talk a lot about remote work happening right now, right now, my world, you know, I think I've mentioned uh, that I'm involved in education. So switching to a digital learning uh, world that is new to a lot of people right now, I feel like I've been busier this week than I was, uh, you know, when I was actually working at my regular job. So it's just kind of interesting in that regard. But then you have these, you know, soccer players. I don't know that they're essential employees that they could really work from home. It's, it's kind of difficult. So it's interesting to see how this is going to pan out. Like you said, a lot of toilet paper challenges happening, uh, you know, going back and forth on social media and players working out on their own. I think that's something you're seeing a lot of because, um, you know, the plan is to come back on May 10th, but you can't just show up magically on May 10th and, and be playing. You do have to try to stay sharp, try to stay in shape in whatever way that looks. So it's just kind of an odd time right now to see how this all shakes out. And, uh, you know, if you're following players on social media, you're seeing how they're coping with it, but they're, they're, they're not really able to work from home. So the only thing that they really can do is, is try to stay in shape the, as best they can. Yeah, which is uh, is going to be a difficult thing. The the training moratorium is really going to be the flag that sort of goes up to tell you when you we think MLS is actually going to be going back to work, um, because in my mind, and this is just purely my opinion. Um, you need two to three weeks of training again for these guys in order to get them back and sort of in shape. You need to have like another mini off-season camp, uh, you know, a preseason camp to get these guys back into shape um, and back working because right now they're not allowed to work together. Um, and I imagine that's going to stick around for quite some time, uh, certainly here in California. And the other thing we have to understand is that, um, you know, as this whole sort of thing plays out, um, it's going to be a wave probably in many different areas. So, you know, while it's not necessarily a huge deal in Salt Lake right now, it's certainly a bigger deal here, you know, in California, or it's a bigger deal up in Seattle and Washington. Um, and so the wave may settle here in California before it goes, um, you know, before it happens to, to settle all the way in, you know, in, in Salt Lake or, or different areas. Again, it's going to build up and sort of affect different areas. 
the the league is a, is a national league, Eric. It's all the way across from you know West Coast to East Coast. Um, you know all these teams now. You have to wait for every single team to be in the clear here. Um, before they can sort of get back and actually start playing. So to me, that's going to be the biggest hurdle. It's not just going to be to get through all of this stuff, you know, on the West Coast and the East Coast, but what happens in the middle of the country as they're sort of, I believe, are going to lag behind the rest of everybody else. And so as that wave settles, you know, on the West Coast, it's going to be picking up in other places. So uh, California is certainly an indicator. You know, the East Coast of New York City is certainly an indicator of when things are going to start to get better, but it's going to be the entire country needs to be better before they can really start playing this league again. Yeah, it, uh, it's interesting that you mentioned that as well because their first game back, they're scheduled to play the New York Red Bulls. And you look at New York, and that's a, a state that's been hit the hardest uh, when you look at our United States in which uh, the virus is spreading. So if they're kind of the first on uh, on the map that the Galaxy are going to be seeing, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. And what you're saying is absolutely right because there is a ripple effect, and it reminds me of that saying, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link. So once that last, you know, player, and we'll get into if, if players are being tested or uh, how they're being identified or if people are getting tested, it's, you know, 14-day minimum quarantine after you've been tested positive. So if a player is tested positive, uh, you almost have to wait 14 days after that last player tested positive and then that's be best case scenario and then like you said you have to have a little mini you know at least a week or a week and a half of training or a little preseason whatever you want to call it and if you talked about the galaxy having a little preseason rust uh, if they come back on may 10th they play six days later uh, at the bank of california stadium to take on lafc so that'd be an interesting six-day stretch to welcome you back after being on a hiatus for a few months yeah it's it, it, like i said it, it just feels very very optimistic at this point and you know without the data and without the information it, it's sort of tough to make these decisions and make these guesses uh, but that's what we're seeing now you know at least as to my knowledge and I pay fairly close attention and certainly I haven't seen any press releases come from any teams or anybody from the league uh, no MLS players have tested positive yet now um, that certainly could be because they're really not testing a whole bunch of people it could also be that you know MLS is not as popular as the NBA Eric where the NBA seems to be testing everybody I was gonna uh, say MLS probably doesn't have access to those I was gonna say it seemed there for a while like uh, you know we're hearing from our government the tests aren't available they will be soon and somehow every NBA team seemed to be able to test their whole uh, roster and staff so interesting how that works out but I, I definitely would not think that uh, MLS players and staff get to the top of that line, uh, to the front of the line when it comes to getting tests available. So uh, it's, you know, we could have a little bit of fun here and poke fun at MLS. Is, you know, they were included in the press release when they said everything was suspended. So that's a celebration. Hey, they, they included us, but, you know, we're definitely not going to climb the rankings when it comes to making sure our players are safe. No, no, no. It's uh, it's one of those. So uh, again, just uh, that's sort of where we stand right now. There's there's no uh, real definite return for the league, nor what I expect there to be at this point. Uh, everybody just has to sort of stay patient with this. And it's tough, man. I mean, uh, you know, talking to Kevin, uh, which is, you know, I do this stuff as, as a hobby. And I don't like to say hobby because I certainly take it seriously um, for what I do and, and how I cover, uh, you know, the LA Galaxy for everybody. But uh, you look at somebody who, you know, literally you could go through and mark like, oh, I have this on this date and I have six games in this month and I have all these things to cover and I'm flying here and I'm doing that. And now there's nothing. Uh, it's a weird hole going on. I don't know about everybody else, but I've been playing a lot more FIFA um, and I've been watching those darn marble races on YouTube. Um, those are probably the two biggest things that I've been doing uh, when I'm I was going to say, I think it's the same marble race that keeps making the rounds. I don't know that there's multiple marble races. Uh, there are multiple marble races. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to claim to like be the, 
be like the marble race hipster, all right? But I was watching some marble races before all the sports disappeared, all right? I'm just, <laughs> again, I'm not the hipster on this, but I, I saw some of these. There's some. There's a guy who does like the marble Olympics, all right? So you need to, if you're if you're getting bored, marble Olympics, just Google it. You'll find and, it. And the one video that was going around, I mean, that, that course, that track was impressive. So uh, it, you could tell that it's definitely a thing. So I, I don't doubt you that there's a... a, a a wealth of uh, marble races in the bank in the queue if if you need something to entertain yourself for the next few months. Hey, this is this is where it's getting to the point where where it's getting a little crazy for us too, Eric. Uh, I didn't even tell you this, but um, Corner of the Galaxy has a Twitch account all of a sudden. Oof! Um, I like where yeah, this is going. I know. I, I was, well, you know, I'm like, what can we? You know, we're trying to we're trying to keep people entertained. We're trying to have some fun. So you know, what can we do? Um, I was thinking about you know possibly simulating some games on FIFA. Yeah, you're um, reading my mind here. Then, yeah, it's that way, which then you, of course, you and I could look at and then provide some commentary to and talk about, and maybe that could be thrown up on our YouTube channel. So um, just sort of playing, putting that out there, that might be something that possibly could do. Um, you know, there's a whole bunch. Of, I'm not good enough at FIFA to, like, be playing in these games. Well, and neither uh, am I, but but I do have uh, an update. You know, Cosmo SC is, you know, the LA Galaxy might not be available to play, but Cosmo SC, uh, the LA Galaxy's premier fan uh, FIFA pro club, is still playing. So they were able to play this week. Uh, their second week was not as good as their debut week. So I'm here to report as a member of that team that the second week was not as successful, but it's still a great time. Uh, a lot of people joined. Speaking of Twitch, uh, you know, they joined the Twitch um, Twitch feed live and watch the team play yeah. live stream and watch everyone play. So shout out to, again, shout out to Scott, who's uh, VGN Gamer 12 and then uh, Kylo. He's at who is Kylo uh, on Twitter, and he streams the games on Twitch as well. So Cosmo SC, if you're missing your LA Galaxy soccer, that's that's one way to get it. All right, so so there we go. Anyway, there's just some things we're trying to sort of figure out and maybe, you know, uh, plug a void that is uh, that is certainly there right now. Uh, whenever you talk about the LA Galaxy um, and everything else that's sort of going on. So maybe that's something we'll do. Maybe it's not, uh, but we'll certainly take a look at it and try to figure that out. Um, the other thing that's sort of been fun to watch, though, is is the players on social media. And, and Eric, you are you are a social media expert whenever it comes to uh, following the players. And if you follow uh, at Galaxy Profile, uh, you can certainly find uh, a, a smattering of, of retweets or reposts from uh, those players. So, I mean, what's what's what do you think the overall mood has been for for most of the players? Well, and the funny thing is, I'm I'm a little bit lacking in uh, in my coverage here because ever since the quarantine, I've got two kids at home and a wife working remotely, and I'm working remotely. So that time to repost the stories isn't there as much as it was uh, pre-quarantine. So I, I haven't been on it like I have in the past, but I am sharing uh, when I can. Again, the majority of the time, it's. It's, it's not that exciting. It's players posting pictures of themselves working out. It's videos of them doing a toilet paper challenge. Uh, the, you know, I know Pipo Gonzalez today did like a Ask Me Anything where people were asking him questions. And that's essentially what's going down. So it's not the most exciting time. If you follow uh, Galaxy players on social media, I kind of made that joke. I, you know, Eric thought it was a great idea to make an account that follows uh, LA Galaxy social media. <laughs> and then now I follow and it's just pictures of, of guys on their treadmill or guys <laughs> juggling toilet paper. That's my life now. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of been an interesting week. So I'll continue to pump those out as I can. But I do apologize that I haven't been cranking it out like I have uh, in previous weeks. Well, I mean, everybody sort of had to adjust to what, you know, quote unquote, the new normal here for a little while. Um, again, I don't get my fancy studio. I don't get, you know, my fun cameras and my lights and all that fun stuff. And you know what? That's okay. Uh, technically speaking, by the way, you know, my, my real job that I have is a technically an essential service, 
Um, so we're still working full board. As a matter of fact, we got busier uh, whenever all this happened. Um, I hear that. Put, yeah, which is, yeah, I know you, you feel the same way. Um, you know, I know there's some people out there who probably lost their jobs. And, so, and that's unfortunate, um, yeah. It, it, it's so up and down and just crazy right now. You know, you could have never, I, it was tough, to, difficult to predict, excuse me, something like this. Um, difficult to predict something like this and, and certainly difficult to, to adapt to something, something like this. So uh, I know everybody's just doing the best they can and, and that's what we're going to continue to do. And, and we'll, we'll try to provide a little entertainment for you. So, and speaking of that entertainment though, Eric, um, the, the, the first sort of idea that we came to and it happened pretty quickly uh, whenever we were like, hey, what should we talk about? Um, it's clearly going to be looking to the past of the LA Galaxy um, and, and talking about, you know, some of the fun things and getting sort of, quote unquote, the banter up a little bit or having the discussion. Um, and and the first thing that sort of popped to our mind as I was sharing a chart with you and you came up with this idea, uh, but I was sharing a chart with you and I was like, hey, you know, here's the uh, here's every LA Galaxy team um, uh, de- is sort of defined by their points per game. Um, and so basically you could say, well, which of those teams is the best team? Um, because you certainly can look at 1998, which had the best points per game total of any LA Galaxy team, but was also during the shootout era. Um, and, and, you know, at 2.13 points per game and say, wow. But you can go back and say, holy geez, 2010 and 2011, not in the shootout era, but in back-to-back years, 1.97 points per game is really sort of the highlight there. 2001, 2002 had some great ones. So uh, I threw all that information to you, and you said, let's have a bracket challenge. So that's what we have. You want to you, you explain it to everybody? Yeah, yeah, sure. So last season, uh, we did a little COG madness, a little March madness, you know, given uh, the NCAA tournament, although it's not happening this year. And so we did like a best stories of the LA Galaxy season. Now, obviously, we can't do that this year. So like you mentioned, we, we looked at the history and using that chart, that points per game we created our cog madness 2020s but we're now looking uh 16 team bracket and we're going to decide what is the best la galaxy team ever so like you said the number one seed going into it is the 1998 team at 2.13 points per game and again that is a little bit skewed because it was the shootout era there were no uh draws there so it was um they got more points for the shootout wins in in that case so they're a little bit skewed but that's what makes this fun is because you Look at the 1998 team, and they're a number one seed. But then you look at, you know, like a 2010, a 2011 team with identical point-per-game seasons, and you want to see how they're going to play out. You know, where are they going to meet? Are they going to end up in a final? Does the 1998 team, do they beat a 16 seed, you know, which is the 2004 team, which is at 1.43 points per game? So, you know, do you look at that 2004 roster and say, well, that roster, had they actually played that 1998 team, could have probably taken them out. So are we going to see some upsets? Or is it going to be, you know, kind of par for the course? You're going to see your 2011, your 2012, those teams rise to the top, maybe your 2002, and uh, some of those other teams are going to get left behind. I will say with the bracket that we created, those top 16 teams with points per game were pretty accurate, um, you know, regardless of where you think they fit within that 1 through 16, this is probably the correct 16 that are the best uh 16 galaxy teams of all time you know you're not going to have your 2017 which was a, a disaster and the, some of those dark years those uh you know 2007 uh galaxy team was another one it seems like every 10 yep. yeah yeah so some of those uh, other teams are not going to be on there so and you also have all the eras represented you have the 1996 team in there you have the 2002 team you have your 
uh, dynasty era, you know, your 2010 through 2014, you know, even 2015 and 2016 making the cut. So all, a lot of eras are represented. All of uh, the galaxy's marquee players are represented. One concern that I had when we came up with this idea, as I said, I don't know if a Zlatan team is going to make the top 16 based on their points per game, but fortunately they were able to make a 14 seed. Uh, they were able to make it in. So, you know, Zlatan's represented, Carlos Ruiz is represented, Kobe Jones, uh, Mauricio Cienfuegos, all of the Galaxy legends. You know, Juan Pedro, there. oh wait, no, he's not represented. Um, but, you know, <laughs> mo- most, most of the LA Galaxy legends are represented, and so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, we'll be posting the rosters and having you see what they look like head to head so you can make that decision on who you think and then you'll be able to vote on cornerofthegalaxy.com on which team you think was the best so we'll do a round of 16 a quarterfinals a semifinals and a finals and that should give us at least a week of discussion uh, of galaxy talk on which was the best la galaxy team ever well, it was funny because whenever we were talking about it, you know, um, there there were certain teams that you sit there. I mean, you know, you're going to get to decide. And one of the things you get to decide is, you know, should a team that won, that, that didn't win an MLS Cup, could it ever be considered one of the top, you know, even four or five teams the LA Galaxy ha- have ever had? And, you know, the, the, the year that screams that is 2010. Um, and so you, you sort of sit there and say, 2010, how good was that? Everybody points to the 2011 team, which absolutely dominated um, from start to finish. Uh, and as Mike McGee said on Twitter, because uh, MLS is putting out some of the classic games, some of the classic MLS games, um, and a lot of these are like high scoring, and a lot of these are fun, and, and somebody said, you know, there, there aren't enough Galaxy games on this list to sort of entertain me. Mike McGee came out and said, yeah, he goes, that's because our defense was so good, we just shut teams down. It wasn't a classic. They never had a <laughs> chance, and they didn't even know it. And that's when you're going into that 2010, 2011 teams. or that. I mean, the 2011 team was like, oh, you got a goal? Cool, you're going to win. You know, it's over. It was, oh, okay, that was fun. It was. Oh, look, the galaxy scored first. Well, this game's over. It's in the seventh minute. Yeah, it's over. This nobody's scoring. It's done. Um, so you you get to sort of judge these and and sort of. I imagine that some of these first rounds are going to go pretty easily. Um, yeah. You know, some ways you, you're gonna you're gonna get to argue, but we're gonna post the rosters. Um, maybe we should even try to post like a one or two sentence. This is why you might want to vote for this team. This is why you might want to vote. You know, for for each of these these years. Um, yeah. So that way people can sort of understand and put that into into context. Um, so yeah, anyway, the, the, we'll put that up cornerofthegalaxy.com. Just give us a chance to sort of like you know actually format that and put that on there. Yeah, the the bracket has been created. Uh, so it's definitely ready to go. It's just a matter of how we're going to push that out and how we're going to get people to vote. Um, you know, we're working out the specifics, but it is going to be, it's something that I'm looking forward to. I'm curious to see what, you know, LA Galaxy Nation, what the world out there, our LA Galaxy fans are going to think of it uh, and how they're going to rank it and where, where people uh, are going to are going to vote. Yeah, because it's going to be interesting. Something, you know, when you look at that 2004 versus 1998, that one versus 16, I think if you look at those rosters, I mean, it makes it interesting. It makes it interesting to see, you know, yes, they have the most points for games, but if you were actually playing them against each other, and what's the criteria? Are people looking at it like that? Are they looking at how they dominated? You can have so much discussion on that, and that's why I think this is going to be a fun way uh, to kind of fill the time during our, our quarantine. Uh, the the idea here is that um, for the podcast and for everything else is we're going to push things out as we can sort of get to them. Um, obviously, life a little bit crazy for some of us right now. Uh, Eric's got a full house. Um, so, you know, I whenever I talk to him most of the time, uh, you know, his kids are ready to kill him. So, which, yeah. you know, I would imagine <laughs> could be an actual possibility. Uh, I was going to so say, don't Eric, count out the dogs. make a return. Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah, dogs, got, too. You right? got the wife, two kids, two dogs. Yeah. The, you know, we're, we're all, uh, you know, we're only a weekend, but we're, we're testing each other for sure. 
I was going to say, uh, I think the second night you sent me something and I'm like, dude, it's day one. All right. You, you just made it full 24 hours. He's like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to make yeah. it. Uh, you didn't realize Good you times. needed a 14,000 square foot house. I love my you? wife. I love my kids. <laughs> Uh, and I, I also, the, it's the, the fun sort of thing for me right now is I get to be home and, and be with the baby a little bit more, which is, which is fun. So that is a benefit. Uh, he's a great, yeah, it is. A, it is a little bit of a benefit there. Um, but like I said, we're still, we're still working. So most of the time I'm up in the office, uh, actually doing stuff, but uh, you know, we're going to put out sort of stuff. I'm going to try to get with Kevin, uh, this next week and sort of so that way we can get an idea of what's going on from him and get any insights. So that's still on the cards and, you know, sort of now that we have, I think what we consider, you know, our, our, our little studios set up here and understand how all that works, we should be able to put out a little bit more content for you. So I'll try to touch uh, bases with Kevin and then we'll try to keep Eric uh, coming on here as much as possible. But for the most part in person or live shows on YouTube, at least for the time being, uh, are postponed just like much of major league soccer, but we are going to keep podcasts coming for you. So that's going to be the goal. So, uh, a little bit shorter shows for sure. Uh, there's just, not as much to talk about. I am trying to, and uh, have had so far had haven't had much success. I am trying to talk to some players. So if we can, we'll certainly get players uh, to call in, and we can uh, we can record those uh, those conversations and and get you little interviews and and find out what you know what's sort of going through their minds as they're doing all this stuff as well. But I, say, this uh, is, I know for this is your time to shine. I mean, the players have literally nothing else to do. You would think uh, this would be a good time to to get a hold of them and get them to talk. You would think, you would think, uh, just the, the, well, I mean, you have to look at it from this, the, the business disruption that happened within the front office is gigantic. Um, and so just trying to sort of work through, you know, public relations and, and all the people who I know and worked with and want to make sure that they're safe as well. Right. I mean, you, you, I'm, I'm sitting there going, Hey, can I talk to this person? But at the same time, you know, somebody's like, Hey, I'm dealing with family stuff right now. You know, the whole deal. Hey, I understand that makes sense. I, yeah. We all were. And when you, um, and we, yeah. When, you, when you look at a, a company like AEG, which owns uh, the LA Galaxy, basically what they run their business on is public gatherings. You know, you look at Coachella and Stagecoach, that's all a, those are all AEG uh, properties. So this is uh, something that we might see ripple effects down the line where, you know, the Galaxy have had the fortune of being able to spend a lot of money and spend a lot of cash because uh, they're owned by a company that is, is in a prosperous position. So uh, this is something that's going to affect that company in a big way, and we'll see if it has ripple effects on the Galaxy team and in the future as well. Yeah, that's something. I mean, again, AG owns concert venues around the world, um, and this is being affected around the world. They've they've sort of been insulated from a lot of stuff because they're so geographically spread out. But um, LA Galaxy, LA Kings, not playing. Um, you know, all of the large concerts that they put together not happening. Um, and that's across the world. So yeah, it's a, it's going to be a big story and we're certainly going to see how that sort of plays out. But, um, you know, all this stuff is just sort of up for grabs, but we're going to try to keep you entertained and keep you talking as much as possible. All right. Um, that's going to be what our, our goal is and we'll keep you entertained. We'll, we'll figure out and dream up of different things that we could talk about hopefully every week, uh, and get back to you. And, and you know what, that means that hopefully you only hear us, you know, five or six more times before we actually get to start talking about a league returning, uh, and everything going. But for the time being, everybody needs to, uh, needs to stay safe, which is the number one thing. Um, and then hopefully, uh, stay sane as well. I know this is tough, but, uh, you know, you can get outside, get a little fresh air, go for a little walk, that type of thing. Those things are all good. Um, just make sure that you're, uh, you're taking care of yourself and your family first. And, uh, we'll be here to try to keep you entertained, um, as we, uh, hopefully march solidly and quickly and resolutely towards uh, another MLS season. So, um, anything else, Eric, you want to touch on before we uh, get on out of here? Yeah, I just also want to add, you know, obviously stay safe and wash your hands and all that fun stuff and stay home if you can. Uh, the, the way we're going to be able to fight this thing is if we flatten that curve and have minimal exposure with the outside world. So yes, 
do your shopping, get what you need, get your necessities, don't overbuy, uh, you know, don't try to hoard, let's not put a, too much of a stress on it, but if, if you can, stay home, stay home, and uh, enjoy that time with your family, you know, we made jokes about it earlier, but this is a little bit of a blessing in disguise, and kind of creating some uh, introspection where you're able to look, and we may come at the other end of this, looking at life a little bit differently, I know I'm definitely already, uh, you know, the way I, I view my family is, it's, it's different right now, and so, um, Find the appreciation where you can. Uh, you know, love your love your loved ones or hug your loved ones while you while you can. I'll try to keep that social distance, but appreciate your loved ones. Maybe that's the better phrase here. Uh, and don't go out. Don't spread it if you, if you can. You know, don't just pr- think about protecting yourself. Think about the others that you can have an impact as well. So we're, we will get through this. We'll have some fun along the way, um, but we're looking forward to the other side. But let's do our best to try to contain this as much as we can. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a key. If you need anything, I know I know it's kind of strange, but if you need anything, reach out to me. Um, I will, you know, I will do whatever way I can uh, to help out any of our listeners or point you in a direction. There, there are a bunch of people who listen. Um, there are a bunch of people who we can reach out to if you are in need of something. So, you know, let us know. We'll do our absolute best to help anybody through this time. This is one of those Galaxy family things. Um, you know, I've been fortunate enough to be covering this team for 12 seasons. Um, you know, I've been following this team since 2008. Uh, Eric, I know you've been following this team since 1996. Um, so, you know, doing all this stuff, I mean, you, you are part of a larger group. And while we can't quite be together right now, and certainly that's one of the things that's that's hurting the most is the fact that I can't be at the stadium seeing you guys, uh, talking to you at halftime, you know, handing out stickers, uh, taking pictures, you know, shaking hands, kissing babies, all that fun stuff that we normally do. Uh, we can't do that. And so it's it's a little bit of a... you. you I'm certainly, I wasn't taking it for granted, but I certainly look at it now and say, wow, you know, those, that's, that's really one of those things that I think we all live for. Um, so we'll get back there and we'll do it. Um, but let's be safe right now. But there's a large galaxy family here who is certainly ready to help and, and do whatever we need to do. So if you need something, reach out, DM me on Twitter, um, and I'll do anything I can to try to help you. All right. Uh, Eric, anything else? Yeah, I'll, I'll back you up on that. I, you know, you mentioned it earlier and I mentioned it. We're in prosperous positions where we're still able to work remotely and still be able to, you know, keep things going. So, but we're, we're here, we're a galaxy family. We support each other. So, uh, if you need to reach out, you know, I'm, I'm available, you're available. We're here to, to get through this together. That's what, that's what it's all about. That's what the podcast community, you know, I've had a lot of love shown, thrown my way, uh, you know, since joining the fold and I'm happy to return that, uh, to anyone who needs it. So I'm right there on the same page with you. Yeah, and, and at least for the time being, because of just the technological restraints uh, involved, uh, probably no Sophie and probably no Larry Morgan on Twitter, uh, not on Twitter for for a little bit. So everybody there, I'm I'm in I'm in contact with both of them. They're both fine. I was gonna say Larry um, sent me a nice wiener dog video via text. Larry is that's, you know that's, that's, Larry brightens your day no matter where he is. That he absolutely does. So Larry's doing uh, just fine. We're keeping our eye on him. Uh, and, and Sophie's doing well as well. So we're, we're everybody, uh, so far in the COG family is doing just fine. And Kevin doesn't shut up. So he's on social media, you know, he's fine. Uh, so that's what we got right now. All right. Uh, if you're, uh, if you're looking for, uh, actually I should, I should, Eric, why don't you tell people where they can find you? I know how to do this. This is a podcast. I've done this. Before. I was going to say, we don't have the music. That's a throwing it off. So we'll fix it in post. So you can find me on Twitter at GIS hammer. You could also find me on Instagram at galaxy profile. That's galaxy P R O F O U L. We're still going for the quest for 1k trying to get a thousand followers on instagram so we'll be posting uh, the bracket and all the teams there so feel free to follow and interact with us and see uh, how many toilet paper challenges i can repost and then the last thing i wanted to plug is i'm now on tiktok we're uh, at the point where the quarantine has gone on and i'm getting bored and I've, I'm, I'm on tiktok so follow me on tiktok at EV hammer uh, might be a little treat waiting for you there 
No, don't follow. Boo. Boo. Please. <laughs> These are no. dark times. God, These are no. dark times. God, no. Uh, I, I was going to say the Marco Polo app is very popular as well. So, you know, hey, reach out there. You might be able to find me. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And, of course, at Galaxy Podcast. Uh, head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com where we do have the coronavirus tracker up there. You will know, you will find all the stuff from the league and all the stuff from the LA Galaxy that has been released and sort of where we think everything is heading. Headed uh, with each press release that comes out and with each announcement that comes out. So please check that out, cornerthegalaxy.com. Com. All right, I know it's not a normal show. I know it's a little bit shorter than the normal show, uh, but these are these are sort of the new times that we live in there. So hopefully we gave you a little bit of a reprieve from everything, gave you, kept you updated on all the stuff that's going on around the LA Galaxy and Major League Soccer, and got you ready for this bracket challenge for the best ML, the best LA Galaxy team ever in the history of the franchise. So we'll be having that play out again. That'll come up on cornerthegalaxy.com as soon as we post it, and we'll hit you up on social media like it's there. All right, for Eric Portuguese Hammer, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a safe and happy week, everybody. We will talk to you soon. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. Fans, we thank you for listening, and we ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.